0: Heavy Hops is a Scorch Tundra production. You can access all our episodes with detailed show notes and information about upcoming events by visiting scorchedtundra.com slash Hops. Be sure to follow us on your preferred social media platform. Subscribe, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you access podcasts. Thanks for supporting us and enjoy the show. I
1: work in the same way for bands and for beers. I try to be as close as I can to respect and to understand what they need or what they want to show on their bottles or on their cans. And I try to understand that and then to think about it and to create something
0: to be close as I can to their universe. Welcome to Heavy Hops. My name is Alexi. Joining us this week is Amari Desterak, a freelance illustrator based in Brussels. You've likely seen Amo's work. He's created concert and festival posters for Neurosis, Converge, The Melvins, Chelsea Wolfe, Enslaved, and Hellfest. He's also illustrated beer labels for breweries de Ranca, Cantillon, and most recently Brasserie de la Moule. We discuss his style, visual and musical inspirations, and how he crossed over into illustrating beer labels, embedding himself into the fabric of Brussels' beer scene. We also dedicate time to how he approaches working with legendary Lambic producer Cantillon, whose past labels are iconic, and in the case of Rose de Gambrinus, controversial. What goes into bringing producers and brands visually into the present? In the episode notes, you'll find links to Amo's work, including the Belgian Beers Race, a board game he illustrated in which players visit as many breweries as possible, buy their beers, drink throughout a three-day competition. Sounds like a lot of fun. Let's dive and get heavy. Amo, welcome to Heavy Hops. It's a pleasure to have you on the show.
1: Hey, thank you so much. Uh, happy to be there. Uh, hello to everybody. And i um, really, really happy to be in the States in a way during this period.
0: It's fine. <laughs> I'm looking forward to discussing your artwork, but let's begin with a little bit of background. So tell me a little bit about your upbringing and where you're from originally.
1: Yeah, sure. Um I'm from I'm from France, from some southwest France uh, near Bordeaux. Uh, it's near the Atlantic Ocean. And um for 12 years, 13 years now, I live in Brussels, Belgium. So I'm I'm an illustrator uh, for bands and for beers and for stuff like this. And I draw since I was a kid, uh, as far as I can remember. I study art uh, in France, in uh, in Toulouse, it's Southwest France as well. And Angoulême, Angoulême is a city of comics. So it's big big comics fest uh, at Angoulême. And so, uh, yeah, I decided to move in Brussels with my with my wife in uh, 2009 because uh, we have the, we had the opportunity to move in Brussels we love we are we are both beer drinkers so <laughs> we love beers and uh, and found Brussels nice place for beers of, of course but um, for you know just like um, the atmosphere and people we are we were really uh, really
0: just familiar. We, we feel something familiar with Bruxelles, so that's why we stay here. <laughs> it's a really great beer-drinking city, that's for sure. In terms of your shaping some of your style and your artwork, some of the ideas that are behind it, who or what were sort of formative in shaping your style of art and illustration?
1: First of all, uh, Gustave Doré for me is... Um it's a huge. Uh, it's it's a, I have a huge. Had a huge influence of on my style Gustave Dore, of course. You know, let just like this illustrator as well. Uh, Alphonse Mucha, as well, a lot. Uh, which is which was um, a master in Art Nouveau style. I really love Art Nouveau style. Brussels, by the way, Brussels uh, is um, it's a nice city of there is a lot of Art Nouveau house. Still some Art Nouveau house in it. Just amazing, and um, I discovered Aaronarchy, of course, anarchy, um, from the US, which is who is the master of the master, you know, contemporary, and I was blown away by his by, by his work and just wow, well, it flipped my mind, you know, just to turn in, yeah, I it really it really helped me to to consider the drawing. In another way, with when I discovered his style and his way of drawing, and was like, "Oh fuck!" and "Wow, oh, it's crazy!" and I want to draw. It's open frontiers in my in my in my mind when I when I saw his work. Uh, but as well, v- Vanya Zuar Vanya with an illustrator, with part of vacuum, the, the stuff of with uh, Orki and and all that amazing illustrator uh, from the U.S. But uh, um, I'm a big fan of Chris Ware as well, uh with, from Chicago. Um a comics the, the comics artist with and Charles Burns and all Dan Close and all those guys uh, I've I had a huge huge influence of uh, on my work and I think I think that's it.
0: Yeah. Being from sort of the Bordeaux region of France, it's a well-known winemaking region, of course. Did beverage or the presentation of beverages, was that at all interesting to you when in the formative time of creating art? Did you see anything that was of interest in the labels of the wine that you saw?
1: Mm, Interesting question. Yeah, um, I think I didn't realize it when I live there, yeah, uh, I'm always sensitive with a lot of support of uh, creation. I mean, I uh, I, I love to, 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 to look at stuff. It's, it can be a painting or architecture or, or, or graphic design. Or, yeah, in a way, I love the, the wine label with all the gold leaf stuff, with all the paper, the choice of paper you have, all the classy stuff, you know, if you know what I mean, just... Yeah, um, I was sensitive in that way, but, um, at this period, I didn't, I didn't thought about working in this universe. I, I, I was passionate by gig posters and, and gigs and music. I'm still, it's still the case, I mean, but, um, I was more focused on this and, um, instead of, I wasn't um I think I wasn't realized that it would be uh, it would be possible for me to work in in labels wine because yeah, I d- didn't know really where are the graphic designers th- for 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 this part of beverage, you know and so also I also have to say that it it was it's really classic um, now the world of of wine and beer is is it's amazing, but um in the nineties, you know, yeah all it was really traditional. You have some you know some um some stuff I think you can't do in in wine at this period I mean you can do
0: you can do whatever you want in uh, with, with some really specific um you know it seemed as though there were like rules and conventions to how you created, and they were very strict and if you weren't adherent to them. No way you're not gonna get in there.
1: Thank you for being me. yeah yeah that's exactly that. You know I mean you have to draw the, 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 the castle of the of the place uh or maybe grapes but that's it you know and the the castle it have to be really simple or in a in a way in with a, with an etching etching style, you know, but um, otherwise it's really just simple and uh it's white, black, red and gold, and that's it and That's fine colors, but uh, that's good colors, but you can't, you can't really go and do whatever you want. I mean, there is some, yeah, really
0: precise uh, stuff. Uh, I think in the 90s, I think regardless of the beverage, there was a level of conservatism to the presentation. And so in a beverage world like wine, where in France and in Bordeaux, even more, it's like the ultimate only three or four people can make all the labels for everything because they're at like the pulse of it. So heavy music then kind of was something that you discovered and that was where you sort of tended to focus in terms of your art. How did you sort of come into like heavy metal music and doom and all this cool stuff that you ended up doing gig posters for? I think it's my, my, my,
1: my, brother who, um, who bring me in this, you know, just like, uh. A- Of course, I discovered Nirvana at school and stuff like this. I'm a big fan of Nirvana and and um, all the Grunge period. But um, the more heavy stuff, I mean, it was yeah. When he when he gave me chaos idea of Sepultura, I think it was okay. I have I had a blast with this and and then the Roses as well. And then okay, let's go. (laughs) I was uh, I was inside and so yeah, I was. I I think uh, I was ten or twelve years old, something like this. Eleven, maybe, and so yeah, I just fall in that, fall into that, and uh, and uh, and let's go. So yeah, I think it's my older brother, and uh, and I move forward. And uh, he's more uh, my 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 brother is more in the, in the post punk universe now, and more a cold wave and and stuff like this. But um, for me, I I'm still a fan of heavy music and um, and noise rock, noise rock. And noise you know, and just I discover Unwound and uh, all this period, crazy periods in the US, and uh, also and Sherlock and Fugazi, and, and
0: uh, <laughs> you've created unique show posters for Neurosis, the Melvins, Minsk, Chelsea Wolf. There's like a lot of stuff from the Sergeant House world, and it seems as though things kind of built out from there, which makes sense based on sort of the trajectory of your interest and sort of the path of where your musical interest went. How did you connect with bands and go from being someone who was an enthusiast to someone who was actually illustrating and making the posters for the shows? You can be an enthusiast and a creator, right? But there's a little step that you take to get that gig in some way.
1: Yeah, well... um well, uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I was really enthusiastic and I think it was really, uh, just for Sergeant House, for example, uh, just write to Sergeant House label and, and with a lot of luck and because Katie, the, the, the woman who, uh, who are in, in charge of Sergeant House was kind enough to, 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 to answer me and to say, and because there is a lot of label who never answer you, but for, for, for this specific example, Uh, katie just sent me a a, a message in the other way and say yeah come on go yeah yeah you can do that and i was like oh my god okay cool i mean it was really cool and um and she said she she answered and she said okay i mean it's really rare (laughs) i mean and um so i was lucky with this and um for neurosis for uh, converge and stuff like this. Um, I met when, when when I arrived in uh, in Brussels uh, I met really quickly uh, um the the guys who who take care of the venue here which is magasin quatre and so um, magasin quatre is a big alternative music venue and so we start working on stuff and uh um it was and it's cool it's all there's there's always a lot of friends uh, in this place and so. We start working together, uh, just with flyers for the, at the beginning. And then, uh, it moved forward. And then I met a guy in Amsterdam who worked at, uh, Patronat. It's a nice venue too. And he said, okay, let's do poster. Let's do a screen poster. You were, and I was just, I never, um, asking myself, you know, just like, Oh, maybe I can do that. Or maybe I won't ask. Or I just move forward. Always, you know, I, I have nothing to lose. So. Maybe some people who say, no, that's the worst, I mean, who can happen. So just, yeah, I move forward in that direction and just, uh, and, um, it always, it was almost always, uh, a yes. And yeah, go ahead. And yeah, we can do a poster. And it was almost, almost, I mean, and 99% a yes in, in front of you because people, yeah, are, are, are okay with that. And, and I miss that period because it's two years, you know, to, so it's, it's two years. I, I, I didn't work really for, for gig poster. And, uh, yeah, I miss this period, but yeah, yeah, I move forward and just ask and, and meet people. And when you drink beers with the guys or if you have, you, you have the opportunity to do that in gigs or you just, yeah, just say, hello, I like you. I like your music. Can I draw for you? And, uh, and that's basically that's what I mean, so, yeah, so.
0: Sometimes it's just as simple as asking. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, but I'm shy, I'm a shy person. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not so convinced that I am a good drawer. Or now I can, uh, I'm more uh, comfortable with my, with my work, but, uh, at this period, I was really shy and really you not know, just like, oh my God, yeah, I'm a drawer, but there was a lot of drawer and masters outside, so yeah, they, 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 they laugh at me, you know. But uh, five beers later, so I, I move forward. <laughs> I moved forward, or oh, ten beers later. So I was like, yeah, come on, we can do something together, and, and that worked.
0: For artists that loved beer, and love beer, you're in Brussels, which is really sort of the capital of beer in a lot of ways of Europe, and so you're very finely positioned to connect with people that have that similar interest,
1: yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But uh, I, 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 um, I arrived in the beer labels really by accident. I mean, if I would, if we, if I would like to do that, I think I won't be able to do
0: that. You know, <laughs> I don't know what to say, but. How did you come into making beer labels? You've done a lot of work with Duranke, Brasserie, Cantillon, and there's a ton of projects that we can talk about. How did you sort of come into that sort of world of illustration?
1: Well, first of all, it was through Magazine 4 as well. Uh, you know, this venue in Brussels. I had a friend who uh, who was a bartender over there who move forward to, 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 to build a brewery, his own brewery. It's no science brewery. Uh, I help him with drawing few, few labels for, for, for him as well. And then he starts doing that. And you know the the, the 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 brewers in Brussels are really uh, close and 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 friends, and there is a lot of friendship and brotherhood uh, in in the in the breweries world. I mean, I'm sure in the US is the same. You know, there is a lot of respect and uh, and um, collaboration, and um, and uh, it was um, something like how oh, uh, six years ago, seven years ago, something like this, when the first craft beer. Pop up in Brussels. I mean, um, there is a, it started with Brasserie de la Seine uh, ten years ago, but yeah, something like or oh, eleven years ago now. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the the craft beer scene in Brussels would just pop. Uh, it was really uh, there was a lot of project and uh, and uh, when you know when brewer and uh, you love beer, you you go in in bars who have a lot of a lot of craft beer, craft beer, and uh, you start to knowing people inside the. The stuff, and but just as friend, and you drink beers with friend. But uh, it's a small world, so I'm at least I, I met uh, I met um, I met sorry I met Jean Pantillon because the friends of us introduce us together, and they are looking for uh, they are looked for for graphic designer this period, and uh, and the friend who us is just a guy who uh, who opened la brasserie de La Mule just now uh, one year ago. And um, I drew everything for for him as well. And um, I was able, I think, to create different labels for different breweries because I try to. I work in the same way for bands and for beers. I mean, I try to be close as I can, as close as I can, uh, to respect and to understand what they need or what they want, what they what's uh, what's um, you know what they want to 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 to. To, to show on the bottles or on the cans and I try to, to to you know to to understand that and then to to think about it and to create something to you know just like yeah to be close as I can to their their universe and when I work for for four bands it's the same way I mean I try to I try to find and I try to to translate what uh, what it's touch what touched me in their music. And I try to translate this on papers and uh, on 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 an illustration, and uh, and for beers it's the same. I need to 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 taste the beer before I start something. You know, I need to to know the product, to know the stuff, and like I I I really need to listen to 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 a disc before I, I start. Uh, drawing something.
0: When taking Cantillon as an example, this is a brewery that has a ton of history within the world of Belgian beer and specifically to Brussels as being a survivor and then globally as sort of the pinnacle of a particular style of beer that's unique to a particular part of the world and they've had an aesthetic that's loosely sort of carried through the labels that I've been able to see over the years and so when you are working with a brand with that kind of like history how do you sort of look at factor in at least like the visual history of the brand does it matter how it's been portrayed in the past and is it related at all because they have a unique way of making beer too that's also traditional how do you sort of view that together when you're thinking about a label for them
1: at the beginning, I, I, I understand that I can't touch or re- or or rework, you know, or, or or work again the the logo, the the, 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 the historical logo. So, so yeah, I, I was really it was really clear for me that I have to respect, and it was really important for me as well to respect what what's the, the history of the, of the of the brewery, the way of, like you said, the unique way of drink Of of making beers for them and uh, yeah so really yeah at the beginning we um, we started to, to 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 talk a lot with Jean and to find a way of what they need what can I do and um, and we realize that we are really uh, connected in a way to with Jean is really funny because we talk a lot when 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 I have to do a label we just exchange a lot a lot a lot a lot I mean for for the girls for example. I think we spent eight months talking and doing some tests, and it's like really, um, it's really cool because yeah, we we exchange a lot of of that, and and and, and um, I think he, he's happy in my way of 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 create stuff for them because uh, in the way of oh, I will create stuff for them because yeah, I. I understand that I have to keep their historical graphism and uh, historical logo and uh, typography. And now I try to subliming it. I don't know if it's good in English, you know, to, to, to make it just, wow, it's, it's a rare stuff. It's a, it's, it's pretty unique of the beer is unique. So I try to, to translate it in, in my visual stuff, so I try to do something really classy. I bring them to considerate the paper, the importance of papers, the importance of ink, the importance of printing process, because there was a lot of graphic period in Cantillon history. A lot, a lot, because, yeah, it's 120 years, uh, brewery. So, yeah, there is a lot of, uh, there is everything. I mean, like, uh, like drawings, typical drawings from, from comics in Belgium in the eighties, you know, with character with big nose and uh, just, okay, comics character. Okay. Why not? And then there is some painting as well. Some old Belgian painters made label for them. So, yeah, uh, I try to, to, yeah, to, to to do something more contemporary, but um, I try to alway, uh, also keep the historical stuff, and yeah, I try to do a mix of...
0: yeah. The impression that I sort of get, and for listeners, we'll have some links in the episode notes so that you can get a feel for what we're talking about and look at some of these labels. It's one of those things where you're trying to communicate a lot in a very simple way because elegance, there's a lot of elegance and simplicity, and I think that's a value that carries within their beers, even though you can write a thousand words about the beers and the process. But there's always sort of like a simplicity and elegance to it at the surface level. And when people are visually looking at a label, it can communicate that in a certain way too, because when you throw too much at people, they're not going to stand there for 20 minutes looking at it. You have to kind of communicate a lot really quickly. I'm assuming you were referring to the Rose de Gambrinus label earlier when you were talking about comic characters and large nose is. And I think that there's a conversation in Belgium and in Brussels about beer labels and about what you're depicting and whether how sensitive that is or what the comic value is, all that. But it's sort of interesting to to see for Cantillon to re-examine a lot of those things, because I think as a consumer and looking at them as creators of a specific style of beer, you think of that in the way that, you may have seen the Bordeaux producers in a certain way. There's something static or fixed to how they imagine things, but Jean Venois and Cantillon are actually like progressive in how they view what they can do once they've made the liquid, then you can do a lot of different things with it. You were talking about labels and inks and sort of the materials beyond just the illustration. What kind of importance do you think that those have in the presentation?
1: I mean, it Push ups, um, I think it's, it's, um, like you said, we try to do something really, uh, uh simple and really just use, you, because my, my, just, um, to, to be, pre, to precise something, uh, my, 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 um, my work for is, um, is, uh, my drawing is more, um, uh, is full of details generally. Because I like, uh, I like, uh, etching period and stuff. And for Cantillon, it's more, uh, I try to, to, to move myself out of my comfort zone when I, when I, when I, when I work for them. And so, um, really, I mean, because, yeah, I'm more, um, like remove some details and details and details and try to be the most, uh, uh um, efficient as I can and more uh, clear as I can, uh, on, on, on the, on the label so yeah um i think the choice of uh of paper and you know just like 3D varnish or uh, or gold leaf or stuff like this is really important for their for their for their image you know for their uh for their brand i mean in a way because it it's it go in the same idea that they, they their product are unique and so we 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 have to find something unique in the in the individual the and if and more it's more true i think in the beer universe you know where so it's a it's really, uh, it's really amazing for, uh, at this period for, for now, because there is a lot of st- different style and different way of, of drawing for beers. I mean, it's, it can be full of color or it can be graphic or it can be uh, just, um, really simple or it can be just like, yeah, there is a thousand way to draw, uh, cans and uh, to draw bottles for, for, for beer labels. And that, in a way I try to, to, to have the same, uh, approach. With wine or champagne for Cantillon instead of beers and, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's funny because I connect with the beginning of our, co- of our conversation, you know, yeah, in a way, yeah. It appears to me really clear that I have to go in that way for Cantillon. It's like wine and champagne. Champagne was big. Yeah. I keep this, uh, I keep this in my, in my mind always. Like it has to be like champagne. You know, like champagne labels, it has to be as precious as champagne label. And by the way, for Rosette Gambrino's label, uh, it's currently on my drawing table because we had to change this really. For me, it was important for, uh, yeah, we have to to do something like 20, uh, 2000, you know, it has to be (laughs) redraw and re reactualize you know it has to be modernized modernized and really close to the ideas of the life now you know you can't you can't put a woman naked a naked woman on a drunken <laughs> on a drunken guy you know in a bottle i mean for me it's just anymore i mean yeah you can't do that
0: anymore <laughs> you're listening to heavy hops we'll have more from amo in a minute there are a few things happening in the world of heavy hops and scorched chandra that i want to share you can find tickets to Scorch Tundra present shows at scorchedtundra.com slash tickets. Be sure you're in Chicago on Labor Day weekend 2022 to experience the next Scorch Tundra festival. We've also created a crowdfunding source for all things Heavy Hops and Scorch Tundra. If you love what we do and want to support us, find the donate link in the episode notes and give what you'd like. Giving any amount will grant you access to our Discord community and an opportunity to contribute to making this show and Scorched Hunter content the best it can be. Please also consider sharing this episode, rating us, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us. Thanks for this moment, and back to our conversation with Amo. Amo. There were some issues with censorship of that beer in multiple countries and in the context of the very contemporary times, there's a number of things that could be problematic about it. So when you're looking at that today and you're thinking about your sort of like reimagining of it or your creation of a new label and a new identity for that visually for people, what are some of the things that you think about when you're working on the illustrations for it?
1: Well, Rosette uh, was it, was it Gambrinus is made with um, raspberries and um, it's uh, 300 g- grams of raspberries per liter so it's really huge quantity of real fruits and nobody if you see the bottles you can't you can say that rosette Renus is a, had a connection with raspberries so I Go back to the basics. I mean, for me, it's, if, if, if the beer is called framboise or rosé, uh, or, or, um, you know, or raspberries, ra- uh, framboise is a French name of raspberries. I mean, I don't have to put a, to draw a raspberries on the labels. But in this case, the name is Rosette Gambrinus. So I was like, okay. So people have to, to realize or to, when they check it, when, when they just see the bottle, they have to, to know what, the, what it means. I mean, okay. Was it in Venus? Oh, okay. It was, it was very, so I go back to the basics and just move in that direction. Not a simple, I was, uh, yeah, I made, a, I made a lot of sketch and uh, we find some, I mean, something. Yeah. Now we, we found, we found something to be really classy and shiny and uh, luxury stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It will be, it would be great. So yeah, uh, I move. Yeah. It's, not top secret, but uh, yeah, to be honest, yeah, I move in the raspberry direction instead of other stuff. I I, I thought about Gambrinus, you know, Gambrinus was... Uh the king of beers and the king of wine, and uh, I thought about the crown. It would it would be great. Also, I uh, I love crowns and I love drawing crowns. It could be uh, there is a lot of symbolic be- behind it. But um, at least, yeah, simple was better. You know, uh, just okay. There is raspberries in that beer. It calls Rosette So there is not a clue of that beers contains raspberries. So let's put raspberries. I mean, it's, I was just basic in my reflection. At least I did several sketch, but at least it was the. The the, the 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 simple the, the easier idea was more efficient. I don't know, but yeah, I keep that and. Uh I think it would work. So they all approved just last week. So they all say, yes, that's a good idea. So yeah, I move forward on it.
0: That's very exciting. On sort of a uh, different realm, so Brasserie du la Moule is a brewery that you work with in Belgium and their style and the style that you've identified as theirs and the sort of hallmark characteristics of it are much more colorful. It has a shit ton of personality. They're fun labels to look at. For us, I think they may have... Opened before I could even travel back to Belgium. How do these very like expressive labels sort of fit these people? Well, that was uh, you know my uh, my revenge of
1: not be able to draw a gig poster for two years now. So my friend just told me, "Man, you can do what you want." Uh, my only requests: it's the color. I have to make people bleed from their eyes. I was like, okay. You need me to, to do color like this, like really saturate, but I'm not used to use, I'm not used to, 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 to work with that kind of color. So that was a new challenge, and uh, and for the rest, it leave me the um, it leave me the total control of it. I mean, so I just go in the gig poster direction with big unreadable typography, with uh, you know, with big. I think it's pretty rock and roll in the in my approach to to draw the can, and I and uh, can labels are really really cool because you have a lot of space for. It's all around. So it's really cool. And I realized that my, uh, that's using fluo colors on my drawings worked pretty much good. I mean, it was cool. I I wasn't, you know, really, um, the first cans was just, Oh my goodness. He asked me to put like blue and red and yellow and purple and, uh, and all, you know, all the rainbows on my, on the cans. How can I manage to do that? And uh, at least. Yeah, it's really fun to do, and I really enjoy doing that. And um, and that's nice to have this brewery in Brussels because um, my friend Joël, so the brewers, uh, make especially beers influenced by the the east side of Europe, like German style or Polish style or stuff like this. And uh, with his um, is is from Belgium. I mean, so he put inside the recipe um bit of Belgian in those influence east influence beers and so yes it's pretty cool because uh it's a laboratory i mean we can we move on a lot of direction and we can uh yeah we create something new i think the people i think people are really enthusiastic by uh um by what we do and uh there is a, there is a bar uh, as well so the brewery got a bar just near the tap are directly connected to the brewery and the bar is huge And it's really cool. Um, There is some gigs uh, also inside it, and um, there is a beer garden. Yeah, the place is awesome, and so um, and so. Yeah, it start to be really cool. People are really interested. Yeah, people are just collect the cans. I was amazed by, by that and they like it and they keep it and i got some photo on my some picture on my instagram you know people who collect them and i was like wow okay cool <laughs> that's crazy so yeah it's really um another project definitely instead of continue or instead of uh, or, or the rank or uh, it's really different but uh, it's really funny yeah i really work on work on the cans like like a geek
0: poster yeah really <laughs> so
1: that's
0: that's cool it seems as though the connection between the Dula Moule labels is more direct to the gig posters and with the sort of density of like the line work and the thematic elements to it as well. The correlations are a little more like direct there in some way. Does any of your art sort of like come to life in the bar? Are there posters of the labels up or have you done things like inside there? Can you describe some of that?
1: Yeah, 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 sure, sure. That is my, um, I will, um. I have on 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 process. Uh, I paint directly stuff inside. So I have the door. I have the uh, all the uh, graphic information. Yeah, I paint. Uh, I paint everything inside it. I will paint everything inside it because I'm a bit late. <coughs> so if they hear me, I want uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit late on this process, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I will paint everything. We start making posters inspired by the labels. Just uh, this week i mean yesterday and um yeah we declined all the all the graphic design so is shirt there is uh yeah uh, at, outside i think uh, there will be some stuff as well uh, in the garden of uh of the of the bar yeah we wanted to 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 to, to test a lot of things maybe maybe a little spot to make seal screen as well you know just um for tote bag or or for people who bring you know shirt or something like this um maybe sometime i will go there to see screen some 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 you know just like so yeah some shirt or stuff and yeah, and there is permanent exhibition of all my gig posters, so that's really cool for uh, of them to 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 do that. And uh, yeah, at least I drew the glasses as well, and uh, yeah,
0: it's really it's really funny. You're everywhere and will be everywhere where you are not in that space. And is that going to sort of stand out within the world of like Brussels beer places? Just for people that may not have like gone or seen the architecture or seen like what a lot of these famous bars or breweries that we read about online, your style on the walls and everywhere in Brasserie du La Moule, is that going to be a little bit of a contrast to how other bars or breweries sort of look on the inside? No, not so much, not anymore, I think. Um, here now, the,
1: the, the face of the brewery world, uh, really changed. And I mean, just in Brussels, a good friend of mine who create, um, all the labels for Brasserie de la Seine. Which is a really nice brewery here. It's the same stuff. I mean, all the bar, uh, uh, are full of his artwork. Near, near Brasserie de la Seine, there is, there is La, la Source, Brasserie de la Source, whose graphic designer is Nina, who work, everything is, um, every, every labels are draw as well. And, um, uh, there is L'Hermitage as well, L'hermit, Brasserie, de, Brasserie de, l'Hermitage, uh, which is Camp, who work on, who is an illustrator as well, who work on all the labels and you, um, he made a huge uh series inspired by tarot cards so there was a big poster at at the bar uh, of L'Hermitage with his characters no it's quite coherent i mean so there's a lot of so uh, there's a big movement for, for, for the moment, you know, there is a huge creative stuff wave, you know, there is a big wave of creation. So there is a lot of illustrator and, and, uh, this summer it will, there is a festival of beer, uh, in Brussels and we made, um, we, we, we wanted to, to do a big exhibition with all the illustrator from Brussels and put all of our work together because it makes really sense now. I mean, there is a lot of of illustrator now in this in this place. But I mean, in the same way, I think in the U.S. in the in the U.S. it's quite the same thing, and uh, in Canada as well. I think there is a lot of graphic designer, and uh, there is a, uh, there is a consideration for labels artists, which was not the case 10 years or 15 years ago so that's that's funny and yeah in brussels you can find if you if you do a brewery tour i mean if you 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 go outside the the the, the train station at nine and you do the this the, the brewery tours all day long in brussels you can find yeah you will find all the all the illustration stuff for each brewery is exposed in the uh, exhibited in the in the breweries you
0: know what i mean so it's more and more in that way. The visual identities for these beers are sort of coming to life a little bit more in the spaces. That's really exciting. And you're right about because in the States, especially because of all of the shutdown, it's more important than ever for the labels to stand out and for people to be able to sell in the stores and all of that. And so as a result, the art has to stand out on a shelf and on the internet. And so that sort of need to stand out has brought out a lot of sort of interesting illustrations and I think has brought a lot of people that are illustrators or people that may even be like mixed media artists into the world of beer. It's an interesting time for the visuals of beer, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. And um, yeah, correct. And uh, yeah, I mean, you're right when you said, yeah, maybe the lockdowns and stuff and uh, it was hard times and maybe, yeah, I think it pushed up a lot of, in the other parts, yeah, yeah, in the creative world, I think a lot of people need to, yeah, need to, need to do stuff and need to continue, you know, need to move forward in, in all of this, during this period, I mean, and, uh, yeah, all the project. And yeah, it's really, it increased, just made things increase, this, yeah, this hard times. There is a light outside, you know, still, 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 still um, burning, so, you know. So yeah, yeah. maybe there it's is a reason, so. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree.
0: (laughs) I think that it's certainly the case that the breweries are now paying more attention than ever, especially the smaller ones, to the artwork, where maybe to a certain extent they would have considered the liquid first. They wanted the liquid to be the thing that tasted best, and then the label was like a secondary thought. And in the States, I mean, we are very like brand-sensitive people. The labels have come a long way in a long time, but I've always thought of European, and this is a shitty character, Characterization, but that the craft movement has always been sort of liquid first or the artisanal movement has been liquid first and then the visuals second in some ways, whether it's like the websites are a great example of that. And that's how I engage with a lot of it as someone who doesn't live there is I look on the internet, that's a reflection of how they sort of view their presentation. And so it's interesting to hear about how this is shifting. And so do you think the pandemic has been a part of that to a certain extent where the producers actually now are thinking about their brands more visually because that's how people have had to sort of experience them and then together with more illustrators being involved in the world of beer too. I think it's started before. Uh, Sure. Uh, I'm sure of this. It started before
1: the pandemic, but maybe this period can leave you, you, you have, um, you had to stay home and you had, you had to be, you know, you have to, you have to, 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 to move on and to continue and to, so maybe, yeah, it's, it increased in a way. I don't know. I'm not sure about this, but what is sure is, um, yeah, since five or 10 years, something like this, there is a huge, huge, huge uh, movement in beers universe. And uh, in Belgium, for sure, but there is a cultural history with beers in, Bel- in Belgium. What is amazing, for example, it's in France. There is uh, something like eight hundred breweries now. It's just completely <laughs> crazy. I mean, there is, wow, well, it's it's really it's really uh, impressive. But um, yeah, maybe maybe pandemic, maybe maybe what pandemic. Period can can do is you know just people who change their life who change their way of life and maybe some people who live in uh, in center of the city maybe they can move outside and create a brewery maybe it happens you know. But um, no, I think I think the, 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 all the creativity around labels and stuff—it just came out, yeah, something like ten years ago, and it moved in that direction uh, at this period, I think. But yeah, it really started for me in Belgium. It really started with Brasserie de la Seine. Uh My friend Jean uh, Jean Gouvart is really was um, the um, yeah the the, the the guy who creates something. Totally different on labels. I mean in Brazil logo is a city. The first time ever in Euro- Europe, I think, or maybe maybe in the world, I don't know. Where where you find the logo of the brewery with a city on it. Just it was okay, a city. Where where are the you know the the dwarves or where are the, the elves or where are the where the where the you know the old brewery label style of Belgium or stuff, where you have a guy from a church, or where you find a monk came I in, or where where you find a uh, oh, maybe a, a dragon or stuff. No, it do something really modern, really strong, two colors, bam bam, rays and a city, and that it. And uh, it was really, I mean, when they create lesson and when they when they create all the all the all those labels really it's vectorial it's really strong with big lines in composition and uh, it's changed everything and since this, this moment I don't know if if uh, if uh, because of him but uh, there is a lot of of of, of, uh, of creation in labels world I, I mean I mean maybe the other breweries just think about it and say maybe we have to do something because we are maybe too old school, you know, I don't know, but I have this feeling, you know, because for for the rank, I, I have to react, I have to re- rework all the labels with, with a good friend of me. And um yeah, I think they realize they realize the importance of the labels because yeah, definitely, like you said, the focus was made, was on what's inside the bottle, but not on what was outside the bottles. And for the rank, it was just, yeah, it was crazy. I talked with friends who are who were bartenders and they didn't realize that three different beers of Durang are are from Durang because all the labels was so different that even a bartender can make the connection between the bottles, you know? So yeah, when we when we start working for them with my friend yeah, we do something really simple, really clear. Hey, man, it's brasserie de Rang. It needs to be brasserie de Rang, Name the bottle, you know, and it, it needs to, to have a coherence, you know, of all the bottles you have. We will do something really coherent and really strong because it's important. And they are really happy now. And they realize, they realize that uh, it was something important. But, um, maybe in, in Belgium, it's because, because beers is part of this country. And so I think it was an old, History and uh, maybe it it took it took more times to change the habits of what beer looked like. You know what I mean? Maybe it's, uh, it's an
0: explanation. I don't know. Maybe. It seems as though sometimes it takes a new force to challenge the status quo in some way and to also create a new permission structure or something that shows other people, hey, it's cool to do things that are different than what consumers may expect or what has sort of become a part of like a cycle where you, as a brewer, you fall into a certain pattern of making things because you expect the consumer to expect certain things. And that's self-perpetuating in some way. And so maybe it just takes someone new to break all that down. And at the same time, after De La there were a lot of new breweries that opened up in Brussels too. So they may have just opened the door and then new people followed them. And then others could have seen that line going through that new door and said, Oh, okay. We can do it now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I think that's something like this. Yeah. Okay. Now the door is open. Okay. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's maybe, yeah, yeah. It maybe was, uh, you know, just. Recomfortable something in a way, you're just like, okay, they do that. Oh, it's work. Okay, let's do that. I mean, we can do that maybe. We are we are able to do that or we have the right to do that. I don't know, you know, but yeah, uh, I know what you mean here. Yeah. So the is open now. So yeah.
0: I think in sort of like beverage and packaged goods as well, like when there's a typically like a conservative consumer base or the culture around it is kind of conservative. It's really hard to get out of that, even if you may feel as like a producer or, I mean, imagine an artist that may feel totally hamstrung by the sort of specific tenets of what someone may imagine this product is supposed to be. Sure, 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 sure. The old habits are really hard to change and to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're definitely right. If someone like West Velatrin came to you and said, we need a label, how would you approach it? <laughs> I will draw a monk, of course. <laughs>
1: because nobody draws a monk now anymore, you know. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, Oh, yeah. Wow. It would be hard. I mean, it would be really difficult. But by the way, the, the, the labels are pretty cool because it's only silkscreen screen bottles with an X and... Uh, and with twelve in Roman uh letters in gold, or it's really this example it's really funny because it's not so it's atypic for you know what they do, and it's uh it quite it's this is quite classy i mean so um no yeah, I will draw a big monk you know <laughs> in front of an old brewery
0: <laughs> in the middle of fields, I think, yeah, I will do that. <laughs> I guess this whole thing can go full circle as well, then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Amo, it's been a pleasure having you on Heavy Hops. Thank you for joining us. Do you have any sort of parting thoughts for the audience before we close up?
1: Uh, I hope everything, everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. And I hope everything will uh, will go back uh, in the old ways, you know, in the old all times and uh, and I hope you can all be able to come visit Brussels and to come at Brewery, at Brasserie de la Mule, at uh, Brasserie Cantillon and uh, we, I hope we can we can share beers together maybe and thanks for listening. Cheers.